Hey everyone, welcome back to Love Essie the podcast. This is episode 56 and this week I want to talk to you guys about shifters aka characters who go from human to some sort of animal um and how much i love them in romance um so we're gonna we're gonna go back sort of to what i think is the beginning of you know my fascination with these specific kinds of characters um so back in 2005 which feels like a really long time ago because it was 16 years ago dear god anyway Back in 2005, I read Twilight. It was huge. Everyone was talking about it. I don't even remember. I think a friend of mine might have been like, oh my god, you have to read this. Whatever. I was like, okay, cool. Started reading it. Ended up reading the whole series. Really enjoyed. Well, with the exception of whatever came out last midnight, son, don't care. Because I never cared about Edward's perspective. Because in case you weren't sure from what I just said. I was never team Edward. I was never team Edward. I was team Jacob. I was team Jacob when I was reading. I think at some point I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then the movies came out and immediately I was like, no, absolutely, absolutely not to Edward. Um, I am one of those people who was severely disappointed with the casting for that series. I think I only, I know for sure I watched the first movie in theaters. I think I might have watched the second one potentially in theaters. And after that, I was like, nope, I am done and not watching because the only character that to me outside of maybe Bella that was correctly cast was Jacob. Um, I don't know what that actor is doing now does matter um everyone else I was very much like what (laughs) what is this this is I read descriptions and these characters the the, this don't match anyway I'm you know um getting a little lost in the source but um yeah me being part of team Jacob and really liking Jacob as a character I think is where I first started to be like oh the concept of werewolves is no longer like scary it's like he's cute he's hot okay like let's you know you know let's let's find more more romance like that and i don't think i didn't search it out specifically because i think how old was i 2005 I was 22 i mean i was reading romance but I, you know i was busy whatever i was working way too much um those were the h&m days and ooh, girl the work load boo um so i just read and i wasn't like i just read whatever i got from the library right um and i definitely know that i read quite a bit of historical and like harlequins but fast forward to whenever i first read nalini singh which i want to say is 2011 i want to say it's 2011 so fast forward six years right um and the first book i read is uh branded by fire which is riley and mercy right riley's a wolf um he's a snow dancer wolf mercy is a dark uh wow i blanked on their name dark river someone's gonna be like no Esther, you said it wrong anyway she's a leopard and i remember finishing that and be like oh okay and i've noticed um ever since then that i do really like like the like books about shifters um i like 
the idea like when I think of paranormal do I I really like looking for stuff where the characters have a an animal self or half or side or however you want to describe it obviously different authors are going to be like oh there's two of us you know in one body or we have two bodies that we share or whatever anyway I realize that I do enjoy that and so I, I've I have over time thought like okay what is it that appeals about this to me I think there's several things right um these are characters where you can in a story you can sort of up the physical stakes in the sense that like when the character is half is is you know can turn into a wolf a bear whatever a honey badger usually the way in which people in way the way in which authors sort of write these kinds of characters these characters are more physically um they're stronger they have you know certain capabilities that are given to them because of their animal side that regular humans don't have so you can have storylines where things are happening where if it was regular humans i'd be like so how did she not lose a leg how did they not bleed out how are they able to run so fast and dodge bullets and all this this a realistic and this you know there are scenarios that you can do in this in this kind of a world where we have characters who aren't fully human that you would be like unrealistic and weird to me in a contemporary like i'd just be like what do you mean like what do you mean like this don't make no sense like even if you said to me like they were like the most top-notch like fully trained by you know all of the letter agencies and you know not just the marine but whatever like i'd still be like yeah whereas like as soon as you throw in and they're also a leopard i'm like okay yeah sure yeah okay <laughs> totally was able to scale that building with just their claws why not i mean it's weird but like that's the sort of um leap of faith i'm taking anyway because i'm reading about a book about someone who turns into a leopard so clearly not regular everyday life and that is fine because that is what i wanted that is what i was looking for that is why what i expected so i definitely you know i think that's one of the things that i enjoy i also really like seeing um the sort of melding of what we know about animal behavior and then what we know make mashing that in with like human behavior and sort of creating sort of new or different sort of um cultural norms i guess you could, i don't know if that's the right word anyway that's what i'm saying for now maybe later i'll be like hey, actually cultural norms is he incorrect what the fuck was i thinking but for now i'm just gonna you know we're gonna run with it um for example um if we're looking at a wolf pack, right, then all of a sudden there's like talk of hierarchy and dominance and not dominance and like, you know, a BDSM dom submissive sort of framework. No, because we're talking about a pack of wolves. So therefore, we're talking about, you know, the dominance levels amongst these animals and how that then translates to their human selves. Right. And, you know, I feel like uh Obviously, I am going to say Nalini Singh does a brilliant job, a brilliant, top-notch genius um, of showcasing 
you know, how the dynamics of these characters when they are animals translates to how or how they act as human when they are human and vice versa. How their human side can in impact and change the potential behavior um of them in their animal selves, right? There are you know, animals that we might consider that are completely always solitary, but then you throw in the socialization that humans need. And now all of a sudden, these characters in this world, these characters do have like close knit groups or whatever, because you're the author is showing us like this person isn't just the wolf, bear, lizard, whatever, or just human. They are a they are an amalgamation, a combination of both. And so all of these things sort of play in. Um, and so I really do enjoy that. Now, for example, uh, Shelley Lawrenston's Honey Badger series, I think it's probably the one shifter series that I feel like has the most... I hadn't, previous to reading her series, um, ever heard of anyone even, you know, doing honey badgers i don't even really think i knew what honey badgers were i had to be google because i was like i'm pretty sure it's something four legs that likes honey from the sound of it but like what does it look like girl don't know say definitely once i looked them up had never seen them in real life um but i also like reading it i was like yeah like i like this idea of shifters right that are of animals other than i mean the most typical one is the wolf right because we're you know the werewolf lore is very very old um or feels very very old someone may contact me and be like actually as the werewolf lore started in 19 uh, you know 74 after blah, blah 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 but anyway i mean technically speaking that's not that young anyway anyway um but yeah so wolves is one that's really common i remember when i first started seeing bears and i got really excited and there were some that i really enjoyed and then of course my you know one of my faves in the nalini sing side changing series is valentin i love him i like i want one of my own and it's like yes yes esther you're gonna go out there and you're gonna find a russian werebear yeah okay anyway time to at that point, it'd be like maybe time to do drugs so that you can accept reality. Anyway, um, so yeah, I started to see bears and like big cats like tiger. Well, I'm trying to think if I have read any that are specifically about a tiger family. I don't think so. I've seen mountain lions because it was like, you know, um, if it's based in the U.S., sometimes people are like, well, we're going to do obviously the animals of that are native to, you know, the land kind of thing oh my goodness i just it just clicked on me that i also got really into i think it's laura lie um and her breed series like it literally i was just like wait a minute wait a minute um yes and and the, a big part of that was because of the fact that like these characters you know were you know whatever Churn, churning churning wow no not turning turning into another sort of um creature animal whatever you want to call it um i've had like the crazy thought i'm like is someone like like what if someone did like pigeon shifters and you're probably like bitch what i'm like why not 
why not? Like, if we've got, like, bears, lions, tigers, mountain lions, panthers, wolves, honey badgers, um, why not pigeons? Just, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. What about goats? Um, what about, uh, I mean, technically speaking, Nalini Singh does have rats in her side changing series. So I feel like if there are rats, like there should be pigeons. Like it just seems like, why wouldn't there be pigeons? Um, and then they'd be everywhere. Um, I'd love to, like, I just like, you know, I mean, snake, I don't know how I feel about that. But I feel like done right, I would be over the moon, right? So that was one of the things that I was like, okay, like, how do I, like, I want to talk about, you know, why I find that so interesting. And I think, you know, like I said, that's one of it. I also think that for romance specifically, you're able to um, focus on another really sort of interesting concept that I feel like comes very much about um, this kind of a world that we really see in only in paranormal, but I think we sometimes also see it in fantasy and some other stuff. The concept of fated mates, right? Two people or more <laughs> who are fated to be together by what destiny, the spirits, the goddess and goddesses and whatever, Jonasay. Um, and a lot of that comes obviously because, for example, in the animal world, we know that there are animals that mate for life. I think wolves are one of them, right? Like they have one partner or one other, and that's kind of it. So all of a sudden, in romance, right? You 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 take that and you put that in the romance world, and what does that mean? And that means that these two characters are meant to be together. So one thing that then you can sort of take away and remove is faded mates really like is there going to be cheating most likely not i feel like the only way for that to happen is for it to be some really toxic crazy nonsense generally speaking i don't think i ever read about that happening um i think if ever cheating is um a part of the scenario one of the two was in a previous relationship with someone who wasn't their fated mate and that individual who wasn't fated to be with them of course she isn't because they're just not you know good enough um so you're able to see like authors play around with that concept um which again in a contemporary we would be like i'm sorry what what did you say? <laughs> Faded who? What? Where? Um, and you're able to, you know, play it differently, right? There are faded mates that can like sense each other with feelings. There are some who have a telepathic bond, like can literally speak to each other, um, can, are able to know where the other person is at all, you know, can track them no matter how far, as long as the other individual is alive or not brain dead, basically. Um, Sometimes, depending on how the world that we're in is created, being part of a mated pair creates, you know, um, an overflow of power or is, stabilizes their animals, the pack, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of these. So you're able to then um, craft or I keep saying then craft like 
Well, I mean, if you're listening and you're an author, then you know you then you're crafting. And if you're a reader, then you're reading what someone has crafted. Okay, okay, follow. Follow along with me. Yes, yes. Follow. Follow me on my path um of crazy. But yeah, you're able to um read and or write about how these two people or more um and you're probably going like why does she keep saying more because guys like i'm going to mention a book in a little bit where it's like three people they are you know um a trio and i loved it i was like oh my god yes so good but before i you know jump ahead um you're able to see when you're reading it um what that stability from a relationship where there is once these bonds are accepted there is no question of not trusting that this commitment is long term or forever right because that's not how this works this is it this is very different from you know a contemporary little a human human relationship where the idea is that these two humans are making this decision to be committed to each other, but at some point could, I don't know, just fall out of that commitment. Whereas in this sort of a scenario, it's like once that decision is made, it is almost like, I think in spite of what the human side might want, the animal side is like, nah, girl, this the one, this the one, this the one, the only, no more you know don't look at anyone else or i will i will come for your throat now the faded mate concept is not just a you know shifter concept um i've comes up also in vampire um lore i guess in romance like there are vampire books um but today i'm specifically talking about People who turn into animals, animals. Um, and so, yeah, you then get to see. So, of course, right, you know, you're not necessarily going to have that whole. The conflicts are different, right? Because now we have other conflicts. Like, what does it mean for two people to be, you know, the one for the other one? And like, what? how do they meet? And do they have to be the same animal? Can they be different animals? You know, and that also comes down to the author um, and the world that they've created. Is have they created a world where we have sort of cross made cross species mating, or is it like no? You know, like what does that look like? Um, but yeah, I was like, the faded mates concept is a really interesting one because okay we all read romance right because we expect a happily ever after right so clearly if it's a faded mate story you know that these two are going to be together and like nothing is going to break that up like in some ways you might think like okay we could you know visit revisit this couple 17 years down the road they're obviously going to be together because they're faded mates is that necessarily the case I mean, life happens, la la la. But that is sort of the um, the feeling that you get as a reader, and I think that authors work really hard toward making clear, like once these people make that final decision, that you know usually involves biting of some sort. Um, 
then you know usually while doing the horizontal tango if you're like what's a horizontal tango fucking doing the fucking um then you know we're once you know that you're like okay i mean there's still bad things that can happen we can still have conflicts they can still almost die in which case that way but you know it won't be like their relationship disintegrates because they stopped loving each other because like that's not how this sort of plays out so i've always just you know and like i said like i think obviously it started with werewolves and team jacob but it grew into like and i i i would love to i'm weird and i really like birds and i would love to see more like bird shifter books i don't know how that would work i feel like okay this may sound ridiculous but if you like this idea i beg of you take it run with it and give it to us what about like really low angst shifter books that have like sparrows just like legit sparrows that are like in every city or i already said pigeons guys i already said pigeons um chickens i'm I, i'm just uh you could do some really interesting reverse harem shit with chickens or no not reverse harem regular harem whatever um i don't know if i should even hmm uh there was another animal that i was like oh this is gonna sound ridiculous but raccoons i don't know why but like i mean obviously when they're in your backyard fucking up your garbage they're annoying um but when they're just like minding their own business i mean they're called trash pandas for a reason they're just they're cute um so imagine like (gasps) imagine if they were raccoons who you know were shifters and were also like some sort of secret like society that like maintained order in whatever world the book is set in anyway i'm just saying because there are so many animals there are so there's i feel like there's a plethora of options i will say this i'm not about insects so like i don't i i i mean i am i still have to read anna Gare's insect alien whatever book um but i really don't want someone to be like what if we did like like i mean butterflies are gorgeous i don't want to shift our book with butterflies i I really don't i know that you might be like well why not they've got gorgeous no actually just no (laughs) please no um (laughs) i think i want to just stick to like actual animals not anything in the insect realm reptiles i don't know because on one hand, I'm like, no to snakes, but on the other hand, I'm like, mm, but it could be really interesting if you've done well. I don't know about alligators. That seems like a little, that, that, do they even hang out in groups? I don't know. No. How about no? But then I say this and someone's going to be like, Esther, I found one about alligators and I'm going to read it and I'm going to be like, I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> um, maybe if those are like more campy and fun and low angsty and not, you know, um, serious maybe but mm, i don't know all right i'm gonna pause here because i feel like lately i just like talk forever and you're probably like does this bitch shut up uh let me take a break 
Although technically speaking, it's a podcast. So if you need a moment, you could just press pause anyway. I'm going to pause here. Then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to talk about some books that I've read that, of course, are about shifters. And share them with you. Okay? Okay. Hey, I'm back. So now I want to talk about some books I've read recently that have what, guess what they have, they have shifters, right? <laughs> You're probably like, oh God, Esther. Um, so I'm going to start with two by the same author that I literally read in two days, um, because I really enjoyed them. And I was kind of like, oh my God, they're not, um, a series. They're both, they both involve shifters, but Based on what I could gather from reading them, I don't know if they're necessarily set in the exact same kind of world. Um, And I say that because in one, there's mention of like um, a shifter kind of apartheid. Like shifter is when humanity realized that shifters existed, were put on sanctuaries, which I'm assuming is the same thing as a reservation. And, you know, there were all these laws and there's been progress. And the other book doesn't really ever talk about that at all. It almost feels like in that world, shifters have just always existed. Um, So that's, I think, something also that's really interesting. Depending on the way the author writes, uh, it can be a world where shifters are in hiding from humans and then have to come out. Um, Or it can be a world where shifters have always been known to exist um, and they aren't hiding, right? With both, you're going to have different kinds of conflict, right? Because in one where you're in hiding, then there's that constant threat of when will we be found out? What will we do when we get found out? In the other, when it's like everyone been knew about you, it's like, okay, you're not necessarily worrying about being found out. But there may be questions of, you know, um, shitty and poor treatment because you're a shifter or not it really all depends on how the author plays it out anyway the two books um i feel like i'm gonna fuck up her name she's gonna hear this and gonna be like wow bitch couldn't even say my name right i'm gonna be like i'm so sorry um it's drea anderson she might be like it's drea i feel like it's it's d-r-i-a so i'm gonna say drea if it's not drea i'm really sorry um anyway the two books are chasing savannah and hers to call first i'm going to talk about chasing savannah chasing savannah we um have three characters that are fated mates together right we've got um savannah uh derek and carlos in all three are panther shifters but savannah is latent in this world what that means is savannah cannot actually shift into her panther form she's always you know essentially human but she does have you know um some of the traits of a panther and whatnot um so in this world panthers shifters do uh you know, have relationships with humans and vice versa. Um, so it feels like shifters have always been known about. Um, and specifically what I liked is this concept of, you know, having two males and one, two, two men, one woman, um, creating this sort of like really powerful, like, like leadership circle essentially. Right. Because, Carlos is essentially the alpha. 
Derek is his beta and then Savannah is their mate. And I was like, ooh, I like that. I mean, immediately, I'm not going to... I like books where we've got one woman and multiple men. I I just like, yes, please give me more of that. Um, two men is great. I think the most I ever read was like four or five. That did get a little crazy. I was like, okay, guys, this is okay. I mean, I'll take it, but okay, okay. All right. Um, but in this case, right, it's two guys, Carlos and Derek. They uh, were army rangers together, have known each other for forever. And because they're Panthers, they have, their group is called a Prowl, which I was like, oh, okay, I like that. Not a clan, not a a pack, but a Prowl. I was like, like it. And your lead sort of, your alpha cat is called Felix. And and I was like, oh, interesting. I was like, I like this. I like, I think that's also one of the things I also really enjoy about this sort of um subgenre is that depending on the author um you can get sort of different names and terms for who is you know like alphas obviously usually mentioned but had there can be different naming conventions that sometimes i'm like oh yes i i like what you did there um so yes carlos carlos is the felix all right derek is his beta and then savannah is their mate um and what's really interesting in this one is um, they've moved from, Carlos and Derek have moved from where they were in New Jersey down to Florida to Tampa. That's where they meet Savannah. And they're trying to establish their prowl. And in this world, you can either go in and sort of take a territory by force or you can negotiate with who the Felix of that territory currently is. And if you know, someone who was older might, instead of just, like, be willing to negotiate to see, you know, do a a change over of power, um, because, you know, the time has come for that, which I was like, oh, okay, I like that, right, um, because sometimes I'm like, well, like, I feel like also in a world where this is common, like, you know, coming in and taking a territory by force and bloodshed will get old real fast and at some point you're gonna get you know like laws being like oh girl no you murdered these people so now prison time um so i'm like now you know you do mergers and um takeovers and whatever um so i really like um oh also uh these characters are characters of color and i was like yes um I really was like, okay, because I think that sometimes, you know, reading romance, it's like, oh, okay, they're white. I mean, that's fine. But sometimes I'm like, oh, cool. Like, they're not white. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, So I really, I liked Derek, Carlos, and Savannah and their um, sort of a relationship together. I liked the, the, how it was explained to us that the three of them coming together and becoming mates together um creates a level of power and of stability for the prowl that you know is necessary for the prowl to continue to flourish and succeed um and i i get it because um i think that it might have been in a, i think it was in an saying she was in one of the side changelings 
it was this idea, you know, um, if this is all about family, right, then whoever is leading needs to sort of be part of a family and that allows to then lead in a way where, you know, may be different from when you're leading from the position of a bachelor or someone who is single. Now, you might be thinking, okay, this is sounding a little patriarchal there. Like, um, but uh, if you've ever read Nalini Singh, like, she has alphas that are women, right, who are the leaders. Uh, but the, I think the idea of the the stability that comes from characters that are in committed relationships, um, I think is really interesting to see how the those characters getting together then sort of changes the pack for the good unless the characters are all shitty in which case it can change things from the bad um and you know you can see that um in for example in chasing savannah like there is a character who wants to create that stability for his sisters but then you know goes about it in the wrong way and that's like oh sir no <laughs> goodbye um goodbye to you but no i really i really enjoyed the book i was like rooting for the three of them um you might be like oh what were the sex scenes like i mean two dudes one girl i mean she's got technically three holes it's fine um you're like oh, crass esther yes guys very very much so but no i really was like okay and i would love um if the author could do more books set in that world um if we got to see other prowls in other parts of the country uh or even if we stayed with the prowls in florida because um carlos's biological father is the felix of the miami prowl and he's garbage which means that like basically the miami prowl needs new leadership so i'm, I'm just saying i mean it, it would it, it, if she wanted to obviously she doesn't have to but if she wanted to i would totally read about like someone coming in and taking over the miami prowl and like making it um a good prowl again as opposed to whatever hot mess it is right now Oh, and I realized just now there was a high council in the book that's made up of shifter, different kinds of shifters. So there's mention of a bear, a wolf, um, maybe a tiger, and maybe making that up. So there could also be more books. Oh, so now I'm wondering if it is tied to the other one, the other book. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the other book, also by Drea Anderson, is Hers to Call. Now, this is a bear alpha and a human mate, right? So this is just two people, uh, one man, one woman. He is a shifter. She is not. She's fully human. Um, she's not even like kind of, not girl. She is human. <laughs> human. Humana. Like, she don't turn and <laughs> churn. Why do I keep doing that? She doesn't turn into anything else. Um, I also really enjoyed that one. I really liked um, Simon the Alpha. Um, this one was a little bit, well, I don't want to say that it was darker. Maybe, I mean, there were, you know, um, there was mention of domestic abuse. She had been in a relationship, a previous relationship that had not, um, that had had abuse in it. Um, but 
that's not what's happening once she um meets the alpha um but i also really liked you know the bear the community um it talks about how the bears like all love sweets which i was like oh yeah you know if we think of like how bears are really into honey which shelly Lawrenceson's like honey badger series the oldest sister ends up with a bear and like they're all like they all have like honey um no what are they called Ooh, what are those things called where you've got bees to make honey i don't remember anyway a bunch of them have them um but yeah like there's stuff like that which i think is like fun and sort of interesting where you can sort of bring in the traits of like the animals in and like showcase how they might um show up in their human side right so in this case bears are really into all kind of baked goods and just sweet things because they're into honey as bears and as humans are like into pastries into cakes into brownies you know it's like oh i like that yes um and in, I mean, in hers to call, right, um, she knows, Kalita knows she's in um, a shifter town, but she's never had that much interaction with shifters because she hadn't been around any till she moved to this town. Um, so having to learn, like, all of the different things of, like, what that life is really like is, you know really like cool to see how it plays out on the page um how someone who a character who is human then has to deal with like oh this person is saying that we are like supposed to be together (laughs) girl what um because obviously if you are a shifter who grew up in your clan pack prow um den etc you know about you know uh mates and what that sounds looks like you have an understanding of that but if you're from outside that world you've obviously won't necessarily have grown up with that knowledge so you're suddenly going wait what what do you mean you're going to be able to feel what i feel or you're going to be able to pinpoint where i am with you know gps accuracy kk or you can read my thoughts like what are you talking you know what i mean so it's really that of course is a that's a way of creating conflict that isn't necessarily like shitty conflict um because oh so this is more of in a contrast to i also read his to defend by elena aitken and this is a bear shifter who doesn't believe in bears mating with like non-bears basically like he's basically like you need to be mating with full i think they're grizzly bears and it's like you need to mate with full-blooded grizzly bears and all of his cousins ended up with non-grizzly bears. I think um, one ends up with a... Anyway, and he ends up... His fated mate ends up being human and he almost leaves her because he can't... Whatever, whatever. And um, I only bring this one up because I w- you know, saw the cover and was like, oh my God, bears. And then I was like reading it and I was like, hmm, yeah, okay. Um, sure, I guess. Um, I thought it was really interesting to have the whole like prejudice against non-grizzlies um but some here's the thing if it isn't done well even the idea of faded mates won't ring true and then you're like eh, okay i guess these two end up together but i don't really hmm okay um so that was more of a like 
um I read that one and I was kind of like yeah bummer like wanted to like this but uh or as opposed to the two by Drea Anderson Chasing Savannah and Hearst the Call I was like oh yes yes um and in both cases, I kind of was like, I wish this was longer, not because it needed to be, but because I'm greedy and I want more like, like, like that happens where I'm just like, but I, but just, you could just give me more, right? Like, um, so in this case, right, since there is no more, like, I feel like she could just write more in those worlds and I would be like, um, very, very, very pleased. Um, the other, because I, I, there's one more, um, paranormal that I read, um, it's Cry Wolf by Patricia Briggs. And in this world, people can be turned into werewolves. So depending, that's the other thing, depending on the author, in some cases, you can only be born. Um, if you are not born a shifter, then okay, you're not one. Um, and in some cases, it's like, you know, the, the werewolf lore of like, you are bitten or whatever, and you are turned. Um, and so in Cry Wolf, you can be turned, but I believe you can also be born. So very interesting dynamic there like you're gonna have werewolves that were born of werewolves and then you you know i actually now i'm thinking about it are they born as werewolves or do they get turned at some point i feel like i don't know now now i feel like i'm confused anyway i read that one it wasn't bad i feel like for me personally speaking there wasn't as much romance as i would have liked um and so, and in this world, uh, you've got an alpha, you've got an omega, which that comes up sometimes in, specifically in, you know, I feel like that specifically comes up in wolf or werewolf uh, type books, there being an omega um, and what that means. And that changes depending on the author. I've never really clear Right, because alpha, you're usually like top dog. Beta is usually like second in command. Omega is like depending on the other. But I get this feeling it's like someone who can work with everyone or is, you know, even keeled or is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to get it. But I didn't mind the book, but I wasn't like as enamored. Um, now that's a series where you're with the same couple, I think, for the entire series. It's multiple books and, you know, so I don't always enjoy that. I, I tend to like, we're with this couple, then we go on to this next couple and, you know, and we'll see glimpses, you know, cameos from previous couples, but we're not just hanging out with them for six books, but in different scenarios. Um, so yeah, that one was one. Um, now if you really like the idea of like werewolf type books, but you're not huge on romance, then you might actually really enjoy Cry Wolf. Um, I was just kind of like, mm, it's okay, but it's not really, I don't know. There was something about it that wasn't like, oh my God, for me, um, where it's like the Drea Andersons, both of them I really enjoyed. And of course the leading thing, like guys 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 um i cannot wait for the next book uh last guard which is out in july i'm like god damn it i still gotta wait a while um but i'm closer than i was you know at the end of um what was it mid-may or june when the other book came out um so you know eventually i will get to that and i don't know if last guard has any 
I feel like it's two arrows, but I feel like I'm also making that up. Anyway, but yeah, I really like um, shifter books and I'm always, you know, going to read them. Um, I'm hoping to, you know, find more to read um, because with everything going on, <laughs> um, historical and paranormal sort of appeal to me. Um, probably because these are worlds that aren't like the world I'm currently living in. So it can be an escape. Um, although I've read a bunch of contemporaries lately, I I thought I hadn't read any, but it was weird. Um, I've been reading. I know that a lot of people have been like, I haven't been able to read. I've actually been reading, um, according to what I've entered in, in Goodreads on my challenge, I've finished 18 books in January so far, which is pretty impressive um but I've also been caught in that whole let me buy books and let me buy more books and then let me put books on hold and then I'm just like how about you read what you own and I was like oh like the two Drea like Chasing Savannah and Herstical I think I bought back in August (laughs) and you know what happened I literally was like oh I'm gonna go buy her books and then I like went and Amazon Kindle was like boo you own these and I was like I do oh my god oh okay well um let me go read what I own since I didn't realize that I already owned it um I do that a lot um there are actually a few books that I have in Apple books and on um my Kindle because I did it I did it I just got excited and was like it's on sale <laughs> must buy it and then later was like huh, you have pre-ordered it so you bought it when it came out and then you bought it on sale you weirdo and you still haven't read it Ooh, um but it's okay i've accepted that on some level i'm a collector of books but i'm reading uh very slowly um and unfortunately constantly adding to my tbr and by constantly i mean on a daily basis but um that's okay that is okay um because what else can I do you know I love books I love them so much and sometimes sometimes I even read them (laughs) okay so it's a problem um but yeah shifter books are I really enjoy them um and I'm always looking for more so if you have suggestions for shifter books if you you know oh for example i read the lauren donner's new species because i was like oh i mean technically those aren't shifters because they don't shift from their animal they they're a hybrid of a human that was mixed with an animal and so that's a little bit different right because these are specifically like you are a panther one moment then you shift and then you are human. Um, uh, oh, and I also think it's interesting. Sorry, but I just had the thought. Some authors, it's like they shift. And most authors, people shift and then are naked after their shift. But there have been like Patricia Briggs. Um, one of the, the, the more powerful shifters can shift with clothing on. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like you can go from being the wolf to, you know, the human side with clothes on and i was like "Ooh, that's some power power Hmm, okay okay um but yeah i think that i really yeah you know 
toilet was where it began. Because um, I really don't think I'd read anything where I'd noticed that as much before. I, or at least that's the sort of sticking point for me. Um, and now I'm just like, give me all wolves, bears, and and the, and within bears, like black bears, grizzly bears, polar bears, pandas, um, you know, coyotes, jackals, um, tigers, lions, panthers. I don't think anyone's done cheetahs or that I know of, right? Or that I've read. I would like to see cheetahs. That would be cool. I mean, they're so fast. Um, people have done lynx. Um, bobcats? I don't know. You know, like the big cats is always. But then I'm also thinking like, what if you do like. If you do birds of prey. So eagles, falcons, um, hawks, that kind of stuff. I would be into that, like a whole world where the focus is on like birds of prey shifters. Sign me up. I also feel like if you want to do like low angst, like ridiculous over the top, like do pop lead pigs, <laughs> goats. Um, I just had a thought. Ooh, those like really fans, a fancy duck from eastern asia with like the really cool crested head or whatever i don't remember the name but like ducks would be cool you can even just do like regular as geese um canadian geese or whatever uh like i said roosters chickens um <laughs> roosters cock anyway had to had to guys had to um ooh. A little bit interesting because like how would this like play out squirrels maybe maybe not i don't know it's a thought it's a thought um yeah there are so many animal choices now then there's a part of me that's like would you ever do gerbils and immediately i'm like no but again the right author and the right setting scenario could make a gerbil or hamster like shift or book that i'd be like i fucks with that i fucks with that i don't think everyone can do it but i'm just saying like there's a possibility um i already said raccoons i'm trying to think if there's any specific animal that i'm like please i beg of you give me that i haven't already said i think that's it yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I'm sure later I'll be like, oh, what about, you know. Now, interestingly enough, the idea of just like regular, you know, domesticated dogs. I'm like, yeah, boring. And I guess because I don't think of like, like a pack of Dalmatians. Like, or what? <laughs> no. Although a Pitbull shifter book, like Pitbulls, not Pitbull the singer <laughs> um I would get behind that I would totally get behind that Dalmatians now wouldn't it okay I just had the most ridiculous thought Dalmatian shifters who are firefighters <laughs> sorry guys I had to it just I mean it, I just 
so, even though I immediately was like, Dalmatians, no. Now I'm like, well, German shepherds? Um, yeah, now I'm like, you could do domesticated. Like, it's just interesting because when we think of shifter books, we think of predatory animals, generally speaking. Right, we very rarely think of non-predatory. I think it, Nalini Singh was the first time where I was like, "Oh, there are non." Like when she talked about like the non-predatory deer, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay," or bunnies or whatever, and I was like, "Hmm, okay, right, yeah, true." And what? Why does a shifter world only have to have like predatory shifters and not? There probably are non-predatory ones, um, but I've never really thought in you know. I've always thought of it as like wild animal. So domesticated animals like um, dogs and cats. I'm like, hmm, how when like, like we're all just kittens, like shifter kittens of like regular cats. Huh. But again, I'm just saying the right author could create a world where you're just like, yes. Do I think that that's the kind of world where we've got like some crazy high stakes stuff going on? Maybe not. But again, low stakes, low angst, fluffy ridiculousness. I mean, I'm just, it would be cute. It would be cute. Just, just, you know. Oh, horses. I don't think anyone does, which is interesting, right? Because we've got centaurs, which are half horse, half human. Um, but like literally, like they don't go back and forth. They're just like, the top half is human. The bottom half is horse. But what if you had horse shifters? So you, hmm, interesting. You're all like, girl, what the fuck? All I'm saying is with the whole shifter faded mate thing, um, there are some really cool things that can be done. Uh, and I love reading about them. Um, the authors that I mentioned will be in the show notes in case you're like, oh, I want to read that book she mentioned, but I don't remember. Don't worry, it'll be in the show notes. Um, so yeah, if you guys have like shifter books that you absolutely love, please, please, please share um, on either Twitter or Instagram or that's where I'm at. And uh, because I, I do actually really enjoy reading about that kind of stuff and i want obviously more because you know eventually i'll get around to reading it i mean you know if you tell me now and i take the same amount of time as i did with the other books august to june in about five to six months i will possibly read them which is fine that's we that's fine it's totally fine Oh, but yes, uh, I think, oh, oh, I'm going to pause here and then I'm going to come back for gratitude. Latitude. (laughs) All right, it's time for gratitude latitude. So this week, three things that I'm grateful for. The first one is that um, the presidential inauguration happened and there wasn't like some crazy violence that was unexpected. Um. Really glad that I didn't see anybody uh, assassinated or any of that jazz. Um, Because there was a part of me that was like, oh, God, what's going to happen? And I really didn't want to have to see that or be witness to that. Um, So, yeah, uh, grateful about that. 
Second thing that I am grateful for, um, I was able to spend my whole day at home today. Um, and that felt really nice. I think that sometimes, especially, um, even now with everything going on, it's like, (gasps) you know, you need to be doing stuff and you need to be doing, being productive. I mean, I did read, but like, I just chilled and, um, I let myself just be. And it's very easy to think that when you do that, that you're, you're somehow not doing enough or you're, you're fucking up somehow and it's like no girl just let yourself be just exist that's okay i think it's very easy to be like i must complete x y no you don't have to nope absolutely not none of those things um and then i guess the third thing i'm grateful for so yesterday I went for a walk outside. It was it was cold. I'm not gonna lie, it was cold, but it was also really nice to be able to go outside for a walk. Um, and um, specifically, I um, you're all gonna be like, this is you're ridiculous. Um, but I went and I got coffee, and I had like a short interaction with like other humans, and that felt so nice it felt so nice to like walk in and be like hi how are you love your mask love your glasses um so i had a brief interaction with the baristas and then there was another person waiting with their son um for um their coffee and their son like baby like probably like not even a year old um he had the cutest little like orange hat with like little kitten ear things whatever anyway i was like oh my god this is so nice to just like speak to humans you know just like randomly because we don't do that anymore now we're just like in our homes um so it was really nice to just and it's weird because pre all this i would have been like what i wouldn't have really mm, maybe the little kid would have stood out just because he was like so cute um but everything else wouldn't have really stood out because it's like yeah yeah, whatever but now it's like yeah um you know there's very little of that because i'm like home like honestly monday through friday i don't really like i don't leave the house i like just work from home and then chill um so saturday sundays are really the two days that i'm like okay go outside get a walk in you know cover some ground breathe some air that you know is fresh air um and so it's nice to just like have you know a a brief interaction that's still you know as safe as one can have um but it's like i'm talking to you know people as opposed to you know screaming at my computer screen (laughs) um so yeah those are the three things that i'm grateful for this week um I'm not sure what this next week's gonna bring because like I can't see the future. I am not a seer. Um but I hope you have a good one. <sighs> Stay warm if you're in a cold place. If it's summertime for you, well go out and you know enjoy the warmth safely okay safely but enjoy that warmth um and i will you know talk to you guys next week about what romance novels duh which ones 
don't know yet don't know yet but it'll be about romance novels guys because it's what i do it's what i like it's what's my favorite and again if you have like shifter book recommendations send them my way please and thank you all right guys have a wonderful week bye